Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello there, my very good friends on today's wrestling news. Samoa Joe is no longer NXT champion, and I'm going to tell you why. The real reason WWE have moved the World Championship match to tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. NXT is reportedly running on a skeleton crew ahead of this week's reboot. And WWE have big plans for Olympic gold medalist Gable Stevenson. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Right, we're going to kick things off with Samoa Joe. He's not the NXT champion anymore. What the hell happened, you might ask? He's injured. He's had to relinquish the belt, or that's what we're going with for now, at least. Joe uploaded a video confirming the news to his Twitter page. I'll just read the whole transcript, because it's not that long. Uh, Recently, WWE Medical has informed me that due to certain injuries, they'd like me to step away from the ring for a brief but indeterminate amount of time. I realise this week we are on the cusp of a new NXT. We are on the brink of a new era in our history, and that era deserves a fighting champion. Uh, That's why it makes a... That's why it makes a difficult decision very easy to make. Effective immediately, I will relinquish the NXT Championship. Best of luck to whoever... Best of luck to those who will vie for it. I should have thought twice before reading this (laughs) whole thing. Uh, My sincerest condolences to whoever wins it because I will be along shortly (laughs) to recollect what is mine. So, uh, yeah, WWE have confirmed this as well. Joe is no longer the NXT Champion. This comes... Well, like less than a month after he became a three-time champion in his comeback match after well over a year off. He's had a lot of rotten luck with injuries and everything else over the past couple of years. Uh, It's a sucky situation for him. He's the only three-time champion in NXT history. Um, I don't think in situations like this that you can fully rule out the possibility that this is a work. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the fact of the fact of the fact of the fact... Fact is that Samoa Joe is no longer the NXT champion. WWE have yet to confirm how they will crown a new one. And uh, things are looking weird going into the rebrand. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm the first to shout it's a work, but I always feel a little bit awkward when it's someone talking about an injury, especially someone like Samojo, who's had, like you said, had such an awful time with it and concussions and what have you. Look, it makes this week's NXT even more intriguing. We've got a wedding. We've got what the hell they're going to rebrand it into. And now... Who on earth is going to be their world champion? Is their fatal four-way match now going to be for the title? Or are they going to hot shot it onto someone else? We have no idea at time of recording. But, yeah, I, I, I just, I, can't, I genuinely, this is the, the week where I care more about NXT arguably than any other show. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to, just out of curiosity, mm. seeing what this new era looks like and everything else. But, uh yeah, maybe we'll get some news on the championship before then. Maybe we'll get it during the show itself. But uh, it's going to be a big week for NXT. And uh sincerely hope the rebrand delivers. It needs it. It needs a fresh coat. And from all of us here at What Culture, get well soon, Joe. Because I thought yes. he was a, a real shot in the arm and, and the right person to take the title off, Karrion Cross. And it's just such a shame that 
well, whatever's happened has happened. We'll keep you updated as things develop. But let's talk from one championship to another about the WWE Championship because WWE have now moved the WWE Championship match between Lashley and Orton to tonight, Monday Night Raw. I know, Andy, they spent the majority of last week's show doing that sodding tag team turmoil, which had some great wrestling but was just kind of there. And... Now, yeah, now we're not going to do the tag title match. We're going to do the WWE Championship match. And if you're wondering why that is, it's probably the reason you're thinking of, uh, according to Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Reserve Radio, uh, this is now as a result of AEW's Dynamite's dominating of the rank, uh, ratings. Uh, and that is what they're <laughs> going to be trying to do to counteract that. They put the WWE Championship match on. I will counteract this by saying that the WWE Championship match between Orton and Lashley is still being advertised for Extreme Rules, yeah. so don't be surprised if there's a screw finish. But if you put a world title match on telly, it's inevitably going to draw in some eyes. And there's Monday Night Football tonight, football. so they've got some other competitions. The Baltimore Ravens versus Las Vegas Raiders, neither of which are my teams, go Colts. Um, but yeah, they're just going to hotshot the world title match onto TV, which used to be a really exciting thing. Yeah, yeah. Interesting situation. This. They're going to have a tough week, potentially, ratings-wise, with the Baltimore Bastards stepping back <laughs> onto that NFL hand-egg uh, thing. Go on. League hockey uh, <laughs> but yeah I'm not at all surprised by this the reasoning and everything else because while they sit there and they say it's not competition it's not competition it's not competition everything we know about Vince McMahon as a human being tells us that that's not really the case and last week was of course the first week where, where Dynamite has had a higher P18 to 49 rating than Raw if those shows were ranked cable on the same night Dynamite would have finished above Raw which is kind of humiliating for a show that has like a 30 year head start so <laughs> yeah um it's a hot showing company WWE it's the kind of thing they do and look AEW is not going to beat Raw in the ratings every single week they won't beat them this week I'm no. pretty confident in that It'll, they'll go back down and they'll a trend will emerge it's just one week and everything else but it will happen again in the future um so yeah I mean probably a screwy finish tonight get to the pay-per-view probably a screwy finish there Clean finishes are for dorks. Yeah. 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 I, I can imagine Vince McMahon is the sort of guy who, like you say, he likes to say, I'm not competition, I'm not competitive. And then if you were beating him at Monopoly and went to the toilet, you'd come back and he'd have eaten all of your hotels. <laughs> yeah. Put the dog Sorry, thing, pal. Put the dog thing up his nose. <laughs> Maybe he's into that. I don't know. NXT. NXT. Back to that one. Oh, good. Um, report here from Casty Haynes of Body Slam. Did we come up with. Did we come up with a rhyme for No Cassidy pains, just pains. Uh, I'll work on it. Yeah, we'll workshop that a little bit. But Cassidy Haynes has come through from Bodyslam.net for another report. Uh, talking about NXT, the situation there. Last week, there were further cuts with that brand uh, in the production department. And now, in the words of Haynes' sources, uh, they are running on a skeleton crew production-wise. So this obviously Spooky. comes... Woo! <laughs> this comes... Maybe that zombie was involved. Yeah, it's zombie. Uh, <laughs> but this comes on the same week. Uh, obviously, now we have the rebrand this week. Last week, we had the cuts. Uh, maybe not an ideal week to be operating on the skeleton crew, but here we are. Uh, stuff. I love the idea of, like... Vince and Bruce just trying to do all the jobs basically because they've <laughs> sacked everyone to save money. Kevin Dunn pushing it's 700 gonna be, buttons. It's going to be them two on a gold-plated production board because <laughs> they've got so much sodding money going on. Look, I'm just going to repeat what I said earlier. This week's NXT is the most intriguing episode of NXT arguably in since, ages. Well, yeah, yeah, since the end of the war basically. Oh, definitely. I, and by, the, by that I mean 
the end of 2019 because that was the end of the war. <laughs> yeah. That. So yeah, I cannot wait for that. Uh, I'm a glutton for punishment, so I can only imagine that if things do go wrong on a live show with a skeleton crew as part of the relaunch, I'm going to have my bag of popcorn ready, baby. Yeah, it could be a fun news video on Wednesday. Jeez. <laughs> right, anyway, let's talk about Gable, Steve's son. I, I keep getting his name wrong. I keep calling him Gable Stevenson. His name is Gable Stevenson, the Olympic gold medalist, of course. He was showcased uh, at SummerSlam, and they have got big plans for him in WWE. He recently signed a contract, of course. Uh, signed it on the 4th of September, in fact, as according mm. to my notes here. And in the Wrestling Observer newsletter recently, um, you know who, uh, Meltzer, said uh, they have got big, big plans for him, including a sort of passing of the torch match between Stevenson and Brock. Lesnar, both of course who wrestled at the University of Minnesota, both have got a connection with Paul Heyman uh, he's been one of uh, Stevenson's mentors since high school and according to this report, you know, considering he's got a transition from wrestling in the Olympic yeah. sense akin to, you know, Kurt Angle to professional wrestling or sports entertainment in WWE's words, uh, this report claims May 2022 they could see him up on the main roster so that is a quick, quick turnaround but They've got a pretty good record of getting, you know, Olympic wrestlers to yeah. do well. Not just Kurt Angle, of course. You know, Mark Henry, they brought in, uh, you know, not, not a wrestler, but, a, yeah. you know, an Olympian. They brought a strongman, at least. They brought him in. Chad Gable, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they, they've got a good track record of transitioning those sort of athletes, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they do. They do. And I believe Stevenson's considered a particularly high-level prospect because of his combination of size. He competes at 125 kilos, but he's freakishly agile and really speedy and explosive and everything else. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to following this guy's development. Um, seeing how things progress and everything else. He's a very hyped signing and everything mm. else. Um, I just hope they stay away from the Kurt Angle comparisons a little bit. Like, Kurt Angle was an in-ring prodigy and, you know, had the best rookie year maybe in wrestling history. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, as far as just adapting really, really quick and developing the charisma and the character and everything else as well as prodigious in-ring talents. I think that if we compare him to Kurt Angle too much, mm. we're setting this guy up for failure because who can meet those lofty standards in year one? So, I hope WWE steer the hell away from those and come up with something else but I'm looking forward to seeing his growth a lot cooler sorry what's, what's going he's on just here? in there Kurt Angle's his dad oh so wow there you go that's probably what they're going to do yeah, how like, many illegitimate sons does Kurt Angle have so we're not, we love you Kurt um, <laughs> like you say I think you know he's obviously going to have the, the, the basics it's that personality that's the thing that you really need to work yeah. on and expressing that through the you know through in ring stuff of although course. You know, when they do have that, they just make Ruby Riot wrestle generic matches rather than letter express. <laughs> anyway, uh, right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE? First question today come from Mr. Surprise Rollup, who says, What are your guys' thoughts on the booking of the pinnacle ever since Stadium Stampede? They started off being strong and powerful, but lately have seen directionless as a faction. Yeah, I completely agree with this. And part of that, I think, is they barely appear on screen, all of them at once. Um, we've seen Spears and FTR on Dynamite last week. And, but like MJF increasingly feels like he's just doing his own thing yeah. over here with Wardlow. So there's definitely some optical stuff that needs to be pulled back together. It'd be good to see them operating as more of a complete group, which they haven't really done since uh, since Stadium Stampede, like you pointed out. Um, yeah, there are definitely some stuff. There's definitely some stuff to work on there, and uh, I would hope to see that happen soon. Yeah, they were sort of hobbled by the weird sort of backwards booking of the Jericho MJF. Yes. You know, I think MJF still has come out of it well, and my God, that promo, that even if you hadn't that promo last week, <laughs> really re-established him 
big home victory, one would assume, against yeah. Brian Pillman Jr. coming up next week. Is that Grand Slam next week? Yes. Yes, it is. I've got to admit, yes, I watched uh, Emma Raducanu. Fantastic. Congratulations to her, by the tennis. way. Tennis. Uh, tennis. British tennis player tennis. winning the US Open. And all I could think was... Oh my god, I can't wait to watch wrestling in here. Yeah, it's so, a nice yeah. looking stadium, isn't it? But yeah, they knew, do need to sort of re-establish, yeah. like you say, that connection between you know FTR and Sean Spears and MJF and Water, because it's all a bit muddied right now. FTR lost to Santana Ortiz, Sean Spears is fighting Darby Allen, MJF's feuding with uh, Brian Pillman Jr. Let's all bring it back together, guys. Yeah. Uh, second question today comes from Mark Smith, who says, uh, Brock Lesnar is awesome, but how, if he's a face, do WWE address mm. his limited mic skills? And if Heyman joins him, can he pull off a face roll? Yeah, it's going to be fun to follow this, I think. Uh, in the interim, I don't think there's any real need for him to have like a mouthpiece or anything because he can do the short, snappy lines quite yeah. well. He was good, uh, like, talking-wise. He was fine on SmackDown this weekend. That was a great, great SmackDown. Great segment in, in particular, yeah, yeah. with Lesnar and, and Reigns and everything else. Um, I'm not too sure about Paul Heyman in that, that face managerial role. Uh, it's not something we've seen ever, really. Mm. Have we? Am I losing? Am I forgetting? Like, I can't a big think one? of a time. I mean, I loved him. I love him yeah. as a mouthpiece, but I don't think he's ever been like fruity pebbles. Sort yeah. Of thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to follow for sure. But I don't know. Maybe Brock can just spit out the odd line here and there, and I think he'd be fine. Maybe every single person in the company doesn't have to be a big meh 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 talker, like you that say. That would be nice. Just have a guy who's a quiet badass who just comes in and goes, "Yeah, I'm gonna kill you." Gonna murder you. Like. Who needs to talk that much when you've got that hairstyle? This is it. Basically. And also, why would Paul Heyman want to be his manager right now? And he just tried to F5 him. Yeah. I almost died, Paul oh, Heyman. I was like, uh-oh. And he put him up there. I was like, what's about to happen? What am I about to witness? Uh, right. Final question today comes from, I'm going to butcher your name. I do apologize here. Abdallah El-Nashati. Hope I got that right, Abdallah. Uh, who says... Why does WWE always tend to push uh, one of either the IC or US championships, but rarely both at the same time, even though they're on separate brands? I think it's a lack of long-term planning, as is often the case with a lot of things, right? When they focus something for a brief period of time and then suddenly just change gear and it's no longer a thing, that's usually why. They try and um, make it feel a big thing occasionally. Yeah, like it? once in a blue moon and it never resonates because they don't consistently do that year over year over year. Uh, and generally as well, I don't think there's much evidence that they really care about these belts. Either. No. Um, they're they're kind of just like mid-card afterthoughts, unfortunately. And, you know, this the IC title in particular, it's not the work rate title it used to be. It's not the workhorse thing no. it was like 20 years ago. And it's never going to be that again. So, yeah, I, they, they don't care. Yeah, long story <laughs> short, it care. is that, like you say, because, you know, there have been times like the US Open Challenge is always really enjoyable mm -hmm. and had a great sort of lineage and then it sort of disappeared from view for a bit that title in terms of prestige i remember like dolph ziggler and the miz really made the ic title feel important a few years back mm -hmm. but again like you say if they want to do a title switch without it being a big title on the on the shows it's the first thing they go to and the yeah. moment you know the moment they find someone who they think oh he's good he's not quite the world title yet we need to get people to like him more. like i do like what they've done with damian priest for example but they do just go oh just give him some well we can't give him the 24 yeah. 7 title because that's crap uh what's the next one up <laughs> well we'll do that yes. or they make him an odd couple tag team because that's all they can do that's apparently. damian priest's future isn't it yeah be in a tag oh. team with reggie <laughs> <laughs> why do i weirdly want to see that I, I kind of do as well yeah uh, right, let's move on to today's and finally. And Ricky Morton, 
He's a legend, of course, and I just want to echo his thoughts again. I feel like it's a Monday. <laughs> let's start our week this way, Andy, and let's all try and stick to it, okay? Ricky Morton last night tweeted, wrestling fans, you can like and support more than one wrestling company. I can't put across how true that fact is. Look, I bitch and moan about Monday Night Raw with good reasons. Usually but bad, yeah. I loved SmackDown <laughs> last Smackdown week. Was really it was one of the best SmackDowns of the year, without question. I'm really looking forward to Dynamite and Adam mm -hmm. Cole's first match. And NXT oh, is the most important show this week for me. You can like both. You can wear two different hats. You can wear 10 hats if you want. If you want to enjoy, you know, NWA or MLW or Impact or whatever. Look, Miller does ups and downs for like three different types, four different types of shows each week. And he enjoys all of them. Why can't we all just get along, Andy? Because the internet is dumb and people yeah. like arguing about stuff. Do you think the people who are all like anti every other company, only like one company, do you think they only listen to like one band? Like they only watch <laughs> one TV show? They only like one movie? It's sad, and uh, Ricky Morton is bang on the money. Ricky Morton is the guy for me when it comes to like, when it comes to like a, 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 an old school wrestler embracing modern stuff. He's really dived into it. He doesn't go for the tribal divisive stuff. Shoutouts to Ricky. I just love that idea of someone, an EastEnders fan, going. Coronation Street could never. Yeah. Or like Corey in the mud. You love to see it. <laughs> Curly Watts isn't a draw. <laughs> a very old Coronation Street character from our American viewers there, who looks basically like me. Yeah, it's pretty close, it's pretty close. But yeah, stop it saying bloody tribal, basically. Let us know your thoughts on that. Uh, and have a fight, let's be honest, in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Look at this, me and the Dadly Boys sitting down to review Rampage and SmackDown, both shows we rather enjoyed over the weekend. Uh, plus, let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, follow both the boys. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for, hey, Curly Watts might not be a draw, but the Mitchell brothers sure are. <laughs> oh, yes. You know you were in trouble when they came. <laughs> you don't up now, basically. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. We will see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.